Hello, welcome back to the podcast this week in baseball. I'm your host, Young Stud. Today is September 1st, 2022. September means fall is coming, at least historically. At least that's how I feel. But here in Los Angeles, it's like about 100 degrees for the next few days. And we haven't had 100 degree weather all summer long, believe it or not. And now we're getting 100 degrees weather as the months turn September, which is super weird. But hey, what do I know? I'm not a meteorologist, but it really sucks. I will say 100 degree weather sucks in September. I'm actually looking forward to cold weather because I never get cold weather. And it's kind of nice. Crisp air. But what can I do? So, September also means this is the last month, you guys. The last month of regular season baseball. So, if your team's out of it, well, I know it's been a long year, but they ain't going to be back on until February, March. So, Take one good last look of your team playing some baseball at your ballparks, on TV, whatever it may be. 30 games to go. Let's get into it. It's going to be a mainstream show. We're going to start off in LA where I am. We're going to start talking about the Dodgers who were on the MLB record watch for 117 wins before they entered New York. And I say were because they had a rough few games with the Mets and the Mets just played better the Mets played with more urgency I think that's the great word you could say they play with more urgency and so the Dodgers having a 20 game lead in the division have like zero urgency granted the Mets are behind them as far as the National League home field advantage goes it might even be second best team in baseball record wise but again they have like even after the series they have about a seven eight game lead on the Mets for the NL record home field advantage so like the, the Dodgers have zero urgency in the Mets in a division battle with the Braves hanging around there so they got they got to win they want to lock up the division they don't want to be in the wild card they want to have that first round by so New York came out and took it to the Dodgers, really. They just play better baseball. They play cleaner baseball. And they proved that they they can't go toe-to-toe with the Dodgers. And the Dodgers, as I mentioned, didn't play great baseball. And they still took the Mets pretty down to the wire in all, all of the three games. They were all close. And so if this, if this is a playoff matchup, it's going to be a great series. It's going to be a really great series if this is a playoff matchup. Let me tell you. So you're going to want to tune into the Mets and Dodgers if they meet in the National League Championship Series because it's probably going seven. I would definitely take seven if I was a betting man. I'd be pretty shocked if it wasn't seven. So the Dodgers and Mets should go seven games. And, I, and I've talked about this in the past recently that I want the Dodgers to get the all-time win record like they have a chance. But losing two games this series, they must now go 27-5 and five to get the all-time 117 win record. So that's 
that seems at this point out of reach. I thought if they won the series here in the versus the Mets, they might have had a chance, but 27 and 5. It's going to be really tough to go that stretch closing out the season. 27 to 5 is pretty remarkable, but they can do it. I, I put their chances at about maybe 20% of the highest, but looking at like 10 to 50% reality. So we'll see. We'll keep an eye on that for sure. Am I concerned about the Dodgers? A little bit. Tony Gonsolin is now out with an injury. He's getting an MRI tomorrow. We're going to see what that says. But again, can really trust the MRI because they shut down Walker Buehler for two months. Like, oh, he'll be back in September. He'll be back. He'll be ready to go. And he had Tommy John surgery two months later. When, why did they not just get the Tommy John surgery, like, right away in June? But they waited, and now he's going to be out all of next year. So even if they say, oh, Tony Gonsolin, oh, he'll be back in a few weeks just for the playoffs. Like, I, I'm not even going to put any, like, word on that. It's a kind of a wait and see. I'm not going to trust that. If they say he's out for the rest of the season, I'll be I'll be gladly to trust that more so, like Tommy John. I hope not, but again, the Dodgers, I don't know. Their injuries, they, they need some new trainings. They need some new training staff. I'm just going to say it. They need new training staff because it seems like so many guys get injured on this team and the recovery is just not that great, but Kershaw came out, pitched great today after that, taking about a month off, three weeks. Good sign there, but he's got to pitch throughout the rest of September and all of October into November. The Yankees had a really rough month of August. They were one of, if not the worst team in MLB. The Yankees, who were the best team in MLB, right about, what was it? Right about the halfway point, right about the beginning of July. And then, really, since the All-Star break, I guess, because they were pretty good going into the All-Star break. Since the All-Star break, they have been awful. I guess it's been a brand new team, and so you wonder if the All-Star break really just kind of like slowed down the momentum, and, and it can happen. Teams playing good baseball, you want to keep playing good baseball. You don't want the rest or a few days off. You want to keep playing ball, keep riding the wave, and... The wave got shut down with the Yankees, so they are really struggling, and the 15-game lead in the division is now down to six. The Tampa Bay Rays have closed down the lead to six games as they play a series tomorrow versus the Yankees down in Florida. That'll be a series to watch as the Yankees also cut up top prospect in their system, Oswaldo Peraza. Lots of Yankee fans wanted Peraza up for a long time to finally get it. Wishes are coming true. You know what? I think he's going to be good. I think Parasa is going to be good. Dare I say, Tatis Jr. good. He is a shortstop. That's a, that's a pretty high mark for Parasa to reach. But just off the, the short glimpse that I've seen of him, I see a little bit of Tatis Jr. in him as far as his swing goes. So, yeah, we'll see what Parasa does. How the Yankees recover after August is now the rearview mirror. They need to get it going. They need to get it going because if they, if they lose the series to the Rays, they are now only five games up in the division. And again, we still got a month of baseball to go. Anything can happen. If they keep playing that much. If they keep playing that terrible ball, the Rays keep playing really solid baseball. 
they just quietly get it done. So shout out to the Rays. But the Yankees got to get it going here because it's not looking good for them as it stands. Will they lose the division? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to go ahead and say yes or no. I guess we'll just have to come back in a week and see where they stand. Speaking of stand, let's take a look at where the playoff picture stands. Starting in the National League, the Dodgers have the best record in baseball. They should lock up home field in the National League and in the World Series. They really should. Cardinals have ran away with the NL Central, what, which was once a tough division. It's no longer a tough division. The Brewers just fell off after they traded Hayter. Also fell off himself with the Padres. But the Cardinals are going to win that division. They're going to be really tough out. And the Mets, as I just talked about the Mets, Mets are going to be good. Whoever the Mets play in the, in the Padres or the Cardinals, I think the, the Cardinals will be a better matchup than the Padres. But the Padres have matched up pretty well with the Mets this season, so I think it'll be interesting matchups either way. Into the American League, we got the Houston Astros leading that AL West. The Cleveland Guardians leading the AL Central. They're going to make the playoffs. They probably are going to make the playoffs as the AL Central champs. And the New York Yankees, like I said, lead the AL East. How much longer will they? We shall see. In the NL wildcard, the Braves battling the division with the Mets. They still have a chance to catch the Mets and have the Mets as a wildcard team. Would you believe that? I don't know. The Braves are probably going to be the wildcard. The Phillies are also in the wild card. Three NL, East, three NL East teams should make it. The Phillies and the Puffs will be fun. And the Padres holding off the Brewers. I think the Padres eventually hold off the Brewers. Unless they continue to lose to the Dodgers. Which they're starting a three-game series at Dodgers Stadium. They have nine games remaining. Six of them at home. But nine games remaining versus the Dodgers. They will be very interesting and very telling of where this Padres team is going. The Dodgers have a say in that. They really do. And in the American League, the Rays have the top wild card spots. Mariners and the Blue Jays. And I honestly I think that's I think how I just read everything is how it's gonna set up. I don't see any other teams taking out the teams currently in the playoffs. The next closest in the American League is the Orioles. I don't see the Orioles doing it. They they They've had a great year. They're going to come up just a bit short, but they have a lot to build on for next season. So, with that being said, hope you guys did enjoy the podcast, listening to wherever you may be. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, supporting, and I will talk to you guys next week.